0: I believe that if you carry yourself well yeah. and um, you have assets, you know, it's very easy for me to come up to you and be like, okay, my name is Anshi, I have ABCD, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I need assets that back that up. I think every influencer or any brand out there needs a profile. If it's certificates you've gotten or some sort of job you did that gives you something in return, then put it out there.
1: Hello and welcome to the AOU podcast, Entrepreneur Leadership in Africa, where we explore more on being a bold entrepreneur leader. I'm your host, Savannah Olo, and today I have with me Anchi Ninja. Anchi is a talent manager at Soul Generation Records, a label founded by the award-winning Saudi Soul. She's been in the artist management industry for over five years with artists such as Nbiri, Bensal, and Vanessa M. Day under her rapport. Rarely do we see the business side of being a creative. There are a lot of misconceptions that come with building a brand, let alone managing it. Well, Anchi is here to give us everything artist management, balance and hobbies, just to mention a few. Do you know what it takes to build a successful brand? How invested should you be to be a talent manager? We also find out some of the lessons she's learned over the years. Want to know more? Stay tuned and know it all. Join us as we uncover a whole new world from our diverse community of entrepreneur leaders. Ladies and gentlemen, join me in welcoming Anchi Ninja. So, Anchi. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for being with us here on the AOU podcast. I'm happy to be here. It's a pleasure to be in your home as well. Yes,
0: welcome to (laughs) my bedroom studio. (laughs) This is my wig.
1: We'd love to hear it. So, um, anyway, I decided to kick off the episode with a small icebreaker. Okay. And uh, the question is what is the scariest thing that you've had to do and what did you learn from it hmm. the scariest
0: thing I had to do is um, making the decision to be a mom very right. very young and what I've learned from it is that it is actually the best gift ever <laughs> shout out to Kwanzaa my Aww. baby my one and only but that's it it was a lesson learned, like I am having no more babies, <laughs> no <Right>. things.
1: <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> so, okay, we're going to get straight into the episode and today we're going to be talking about just being in the creative industry, what you've learned, how it's really built on your character yeah. as an entrepreneur leader as well. Okay. Because this thing is essentially just, being a talent manager is essentially just venturing out on your own and learning how to pitch yourself to certain brands to promote oh, 100 their yeah, yeah yeah so growing up did you ever that's a really good definition by the way yeah yeah I <laughs> Thank like you that very much. a lot <laughs> yeah it is so Tell growing me. up did you did it ever occur to you that you'll be in this space for creators and how did you get here okay so um as
0: a young girl now that i look back i can think about it and see like kind of the direction i took yeah. I did a lot of ballet and singing and music classes and I can't sing for shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I was always into arts and painting and drawing and a lot of music. I was into music a lot, especially because of my dad. My dad loves music. Yeah. And I never I never did I think like it's it was a career path, but growing into it I've seen how it really can be, how it is, actually, because it is my career, I right. would say, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's also something that has come with um, new age stuff, okay. you know? Like, I don't think this is something that was a big deal years Back ago. Back in the day, you know? yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, like, now I know of people like Fela Kuti's manager, and only now, and he's an old man, and <laughs> only now is when I see... I appreciate his work. Yeah. yeah. Back then, not really. Now we, we are able to sell ourselves because people understand who is behind the brand.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and yeah, so we get a bit of a, you know, a peep into um, being seen for what you're working towards. Uh, yeah, but I didn't ever sit down and be like, "Oh my God, when I grow up, I want to be a talent manager."
1: No, no, because it, it, it didn't even sound like a viable no, no, conversation no. What with f- your parents. What is that? You know, I'm
0: just like, what? There's there's no such thing like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. I wanted to be the president's wife, period, or a cartoon. I remember at some point I wanted to be a cartoon. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I want to be a cartoon on the TV.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's that creative side, maybe. You yeah. know, yeah. that's... And my parents allowed it um, for me to just be wild and free and like create all these imaginary future of mine, you know. Yeah. Unlike my sisters who wanted to be doctors and lawyers and all these, you know, book smart, engineers and everything. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not me.
1: I mean, obviously, um, even though you had the support of your parents you'd also put yourself in a scenario where you'd be doing a nine-to-five right now. Yeah. So what would you say was the motivation for you to get out there and really just put yourself into other other people's brands and build it in the process as well? So
0: let me take you back a bit. Um In college, I did early child development. Okay. And that has to do with child psychology, and I did it under the Montessori system. So I was, at some point, um, a kindergarten teacher. Okay. Yeah, for maybe like two three years but um, I'm very um, I can't sit in one I'm very fussy I don't really? know what the word is like kind of all over the place and I I, I do not prosper with um, monotony okay. doing the same thing over and over and using the same principle and ETC which is what teaching has a lot to do with so in I think my second year of teaching, Um, I met a friend who had an events company and I was just like listen let me just try and see how this goes and that's how I initially entered the entertainment scene so it wasn't something I ever dreamed of because even entering the entertainment scene I have never gone to school and been told like to be an events organizer is a b c d yeah yeah. (laughs) none of that everything I've learned in the
1: industry is out of experience yeah so, you've managed, like, Vanessa M. Day, mm-hmm. Soul Generation. Yes, ma'am. Tell us how you got this.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. So, um, I did my pre-university at Catholic University. Okay. And while I was there, I met Vanessa. She was studying law, her first year of law.
1: Yeah.
0: And we became really good friends. Like, just... You know, she'd come straight from Tanzania. And I think during registration, me and my girlfriend were chilling and she was right there and she was alone. And I was like, yeah, come, let's hang out. And um, we became really good friends. And then her dad passed away mm-hmm. and she decided or felt like she wanted to follow her heart. And her heart really was in entertainment. So she went into being um, an MTV VJ. And once she started music, I was really, like, on her ass a lot. Yeah. You know, like, (laughs) I want to know. I want to see where you're going. What are you up to? How can I help? ETC. And then she she was like, you know what? Let's just do this. When I'm traveling, you can be my road manager. So that was my first job in brand management, quote, unquote, um, was road management, which means... um, Anytime she would travel outside of her country, um, I would be the one who represents her. So I would travel with her.
1: Okay.
0: And she did a lot of traveling outside the country. And yeah, so that's how I got into it with Vanessa. And, you know, four, five years later, we were still into it. And now she's in love. So I had to find a new job. (laughs) So I looked in East Africa and I thought like, I mean, the top, the cream of the crop really is... um, South East especially yeah. in Kenya. Right. And there's no way I was going lower than Vanessa someday. So I thought this is like the best, um, the best I could get. And I spoke to um, BN, who was already a friend of mine. And then I got Soul Generation. Great. Yeah. It's, it's been awesome. So
1: it's what awesome. would you say has been uh, balancing the lifestyle? It's been like, like you're into entertainment. At the same time, you're a mom- At the same time, you're someone's daughter, you're someone's Mm. sister, you're someone's friend. So how do you balance relationships? How do you balance your lifestyles? You
0: don't. (laughs) Oh, you don't. So I am on the way out of the entertainment industry. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to say that too strongly because I might get an offer. (laughs)
1: You might not get that. It I'm off. just like,
0: listen, my kid can go to the school I want him to and they pay that and it's cool. Yeah. And so um I'm I'm really trying to be on my way out because the entertainment industry sucks the life out of you. Yeah. You sleep, drink, dream, breathe, swim, everything, entertainment. entertainment yeah. yeah. You're always seen as that everyone thinks you're constantly available for a call. Everyone right. thinks, like, they disregard anything else about you. You're just Anchi, manager of Soul Generation, works for Saudi Soul. Like, that is you, and that's it. And yeah. that's all they're going to take. And never understanding that you might ha- need time for someone else. And because I have such... Um, I'm crazy about getting stuff done. Yeah. Um. So what happens then is that I'll... Sometimes um, be with my son and we're hanging out, and a call comes in, and I had sworn I'm not gonna take it, but then I think about I'm like, oh snap, um, it might be a gig calling in, and yeah. I need to make money for my boys, and I need to make money for myself, and I'll take it, forgetting that I'm putting my son aside, even though it's just a little bit, and taking the job over. You know, everything else. Because it really is a passion-driven job. If you're not passionate about it, about the music, about the brands that you're representing, then you really can't do it. And that means you cannot have us anything.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, yeah, you have to give your all. So you don't balance. (laughs) Period. (laughs) You just give, 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 give. And that's me as a brand manager. So I can only imagine, like, the artist. Right, yeah. Like you're sacrificing everything for people you don't even know.
1: Including your privacy. Right?
0: Including your privacy. Yeah. Like, you—that that is a big sacrifice. It, it really is. It really is. So balancing is hard. I think it's a job for um, young, someone young, maybe single. Um, yeah, it gets to a point where you, you really can't, you have to, you get to a point where you have to choose, you know. Mm, yeah, okay. It's either my personal life or I keep going with this fast-paced life. Mm.
1: So we've seen on social media the loss of upcoming influences in Kenya. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say, uh, what advice did you give them to try to keep their brands fresh in the market or sort of safe keeps to ensure that, you know, when they're getting out there, they're, they're delivering to the top of their game?
0: Um, so I think one thing is that image, image is everything.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I, I think, I believe that if you carry yourself well Yeah. and, um, you have assets that back up your stuff, you know, it's very easy for me to come up to you and be like, okay, my name is Anchi, I have ABCD, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I need assets that back that up. I think every influencer or any brand out there needs a profile. Some sort of a CV, um, you know, backup, if it's certificates you've gotten or some sort of job you did that gives you um, something in return, then put it out there. I think that's really important and something that people really, you know, disregard because when you start working with the bigger brands, they want to see those things, yeah. you know. So it's better when you're at the beginning, create your profiles. Your CV, make it very official for that end of it. It's not yeah. only just looking cute on Instagram. That so works, basically, you, know? you have
1: to be able to do the admin exa- work when you're, exa- when you're getting exactly. into That's it. That's the yeah. word. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that admin is so important and something so many people disregard. Yeah. But it, it'll take you far. <laughs> it will. It really will. All
1: right. So, um, how can creative music artists maintain a level of excellence and not only break out on the global scene, but also ensure consistency? Mm. Yeah. So you've
0: said the word yourself. Yeah. I think consistency is key. Um, consistency in everything. You have to, um, your image is everything. Yeah. One day you're going to post an image where you look like crap. <laughs> and then the next day you want to show how you look amazing. Unfortunately, consistency in looking good is key. Is key. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter what anyone says, oh, you know, there are some days I'm feeling okay. It doesn't matter. Even when the CEO of Safaricom is feeling some type of way, Safaricom is not going to post, you know, a a crap picture because (laughs) you have to place yourself up here, you know? Yeah. So that's one. Um, And then, so that's one image. Two is your art. Right. As a singer. If you do not exercise your voice, there's nothing you're doing. Yeah. When you're a swimmer or a soccer player, you're going to be on that pitch every day, working out, blah, 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 you know, getting yourself together ready for that big match. Yeah. You see your music as that big match, you know. You have to prepare Your voice, you have to prepare by dance class, you have to prepare by performance class, you have to prepare, prepare, prepare. Keep writing, keep trying. Consistency in that will get you to where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Practice makes perfect. It's a real thing. (laughs) It's a real thing.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Venture by AOU, a free course for entrepreneurs. Do you want to know how to overcome entrepreneurial challenges from real life experiences? Well, Venture is an online course designed for young and aspiring entrepreneurs. It features more than 10 AOU Entrepreneur Leaders who will guide and inspire young entrepreneurs. You can find Venture on venture.aueducation.com. once again, venture.aoueducation.com. Venture, a course for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Now back to our conversation. All right, so obviously being a talent manager, you're the mom, you're the sister, you're the friend. Mm-hmm. What is a typical day like for you? Okay.
0: Um, so I currently am um, uh, co-parenting with right. my son's dad,
1: Yeah.
0: Um, which is going better than a lot of people told me it would go. <laughs> yeah yeah you know that that's one thing that has really taught me to travel my own journey people will have all sorts of comments and ideas of your life but Mm -hmm. you know they can't get it so um, when he's with me um, I'm up early as usual hit the gym uh, maybe like two hours come back home take a shower have breakfast with my son um, then I head to the studio soul generation studio Um, in the mornings, I like to cover the admin side of it. So if there's any petty cash I've used, I log those in. Um, if any finances have been taken from me or around me, I hate math and everybody at my job knows it. So I try to keep intact with everything I've been given, um, Excel sheets with formulas that I don't even know how they work, but (laughs) I just log those things in. I know where to log them in. So I try to finish the boring stuff in the morning. Right. Um, cover my emails usually. So I, I, I cover three email addresses of the company. The first one is my personal one, Anchi at And then the other one is for bookings. Bookings is usually quite busy. So from... Right festivals to small events to weddings to birthday parties there's always someone just asking something yeah and also in the bookings email there's a lot of people who want to be signed by the label yeah hi my name is and so please listen to my stuff <laughs> and um for the record we do listen to some yeah <laughs> just to put <laughs> it out there If you get lucky yeah like we're going to like uh, on one random day when I have time I'm going to just you know go through those emails and listen to stuff Yeah um and then there's the PR one which um uh runs the media so interviews and stuff so I clear that I try to clear that by at least 1pm because at the studio from 1pm <laughs> <laughs> The creatives check in, and like at that time, it's really hard to get into the admin. So I walk around with my notebook, and if there's anything that I need to jot down, I just put it in, log it in, but I allow myself to just experience the creative side of um, the industry from 1 p.m. going forward. Then I come home. When my son is here, I'm probably home by 6, 7 p.m., depending on the schedules for the boys, for the artists, and cook dinner and spend time with my family. When my son is not here, I have a lot of more time
1: yeah.
0: um, to do stuff outside label, you know. Okay. So just like my social media, try to plan on my future, how I can monetize from it. I have quite a growing audience, which is great. And I want to learn more on how to, you know, monetize it. I mean, who doesn't want to make money? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, yeah,
0: yeah. So that's kind of like what my days are like.
1: So from your experience raising your son mm. to nurture his talent in music, mm. how should parents guide and nurture their children to join the creative industry? Okay, so I think it's it's um, not
0: something that should be pushed on a kid. Okay, I think that any extracurricular activity outside of school should not be... I mean, you could give your kid the experience. Like say, um, I'm going to take him to... Piano classes every Saturday for the next month and then gauge how the child feels. Because I think sometimes, no, most of the time parents make an assumption or they, they want their child to do what they want. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah so it's going to be like, you, you look like you could be a soccer player. No, you're, out, you're going to be going for soccer every day. <laughs> and then they just like, Ugh, you know, they'll now do it for the parent, yeah. which I don't feel is right. Um, For my son, I wouldn't, um, I think every parent has their own journey. So this is not like textbook, but for my son, he's been exposed to the industry since he was born. His dad is in the media industry, event planner, DJ manager, um, for years and, Me being an artist manager has Kwanzaa around artists all the time.
1: Yeah, so he's more inclined to because he interacts with it. Yes, yes. So he
0: has experience with it, he sees how things are done. And slowly as I really push him to do like research and stuff. Yeah. And his dad got him like a little studio situation in his room. And so he makes beats. (laughs) Yeah. He like makes beats and raps over them, gibberish, but like (laughs) he's learning about melodies and stuff and I, I strongly believe in, like, 10,000 hours. You know when they say, if you do something for 10,000 hours, you kind of, like, perfect
1: it? Yeah, you become a master. At it. He's
0: getting there already, you yeah. know? I And he has support from people like BN, which, for that's, like, the king of music, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Ready to, like, support my son and hold his hand through it, so and you see that for me that has nothing to do with it. i have no idea i can't sing i told you i like yeah. psh, what <laughs> <laughs> i sing in the shower but that's about it but yeah. it's what my son is interested in and so i'll try to support him however i can to get to what he wants which yeah. he still doesn't know
1: but yeah you move regardless yes <laughs> so Thinking about that, you mm. mean, we've talked about your son, your experiences managing different brands. You've been in this game for seven years, I'd yes. like to say. Yes, yes. <laughs> so any future prospects?
0: So I think I'm still really, really trying to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So there's this, um, I'm I'm in a reality, docu-reality series called Soul Family.
1: Yeah.
0: And Soul Family had an episode where they showcased who I am and... What you're about. Exactly. You know what I'm doing and the artist management side of it. From the day that episode came out, the number of DMs I get from people who are looking for artist management... And not only musicians. I'm talking anyone in creative. Yeah. Vloggers, podcasters, <laughs> um, musicians as well, dancers, bands. My DM is flocked with people who are looking for someone who can represent them. So I believe so strongly that this is this is one of those jobs that will be a big thing in the next. I could even give it like five to six years. Yeah. As the industry grows and becomes more structured because right now mm No,
1: it's not <laughs> there's working. There's no out.
0: structure. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: But mm, look at what you've been able to accomplish as know, people's brand managers. That's true. Yeah.
0: Like we t- that's, I, I I am a slave to structure. Right. So wherever I go, if there's no structure in place. I create one for myself right. and of course I have to make sure that it works with the company or the brand or whatever. Um, but generally I don't feel this structure. So I think once those structures are put in place, but it's coming,
1: Yeah,
0: it's coming. We're getting there. People are seeing um, more and more reason to invest in it Yeah, and... I think also investors always have a hard time investing in something that doesn't have structure because then they don't understand how they're going to get their money back. Yeah. But once those are in place, I think artist management will grow and develop to be I think so also a because really talent thing.
1: is more of a space where people are now showing the processes. Exactly. And not showing that it just doesn't take being in the this. studio to mm-hmm. produce yeah. a hit song. There's a whole yes. team behind yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah.
1: So back to the question in future prospects you may have <laughs> I was like yeah
0: <laughs> at the moment no yeah no not really I'm really um concentrating on myself and um because I feel I'm really good at managing a brand yeah I want to see how I can do with my own brand right. yeah so to see how far I can go and I think also with that experience of um doing it on myself, the management, then I'll get an even broader understanding because I'm not a musician. I've worked mostly with musicians. Right. And mine would be like from the perspective of an influencer. So I'll then understand what it does take. Yeah. And the kind of like expectation the influencer would have on me, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So just kind of like learning as I go. Will I manage another musician? Oh, I don't think probably so. you know I'm, I'm a musician <laughs> let's see, let's see how it goes, <laughs> yeah, I think I would like I'd love to have um a brand management company right um, so I'm not directly and wh- working with one person because i could I could be really obsessive, yeah, yeah, so I think. Yeah, I need to give it a break for a little bit and then see where it goes from there. By next year, we could have this again and see where <laughs> we at, you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, great. So I think that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for being with us. Anytime. Thank you for having me. And that was Anchi Soul Generation's talent manager, on what her experiences have been like being in the creative industry, specifically entertainment. Watch out for exciting new opportunities as she ventures into building her personal brand as well aside from music industry insights today. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find us on Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Podcasts for exclusive access to all the gems of knowledge we drop here. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on your preferred platform. This is the AOU Podcast, Entrepreneur Leadership in Africa. Real stories, real experiences.